0: Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You've found me at my little corner of the internet. This is Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. Today is Wednesday, the 17th of February. And today I've got a very dear friend on the show with me today. Mike Ferris is back. And we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the country and encourage you that you have a part to play in the republic that is the United States. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So, thanks for tuning in today. A couple things before I get started. You guys know that I'm going to be on the road here pretty quick. I'm going to be speaking in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia on the 27th of February. That event, I am told, is close to sold out. If you're interested in coming, you want to go to heidysaintjohn.com forward slash events and you can purchase your tickets there. Also, we're coming to the end of the Bible study in the book of Titus. And we've been taking about a thousand of you through the book of Titus for the month of February. And uh, love hearing your feedback. If you're interested in joining us, you can absolutely do that. You wanna go to Mom Strong International. Dot com For the month of March and for April, I will be walking you through my book, Becoming Mom Strong, How to Fight with All That's in You for Your Family and Your Faith. And you're going to want to have the book and the Bible study before that study commences. And so uh, you can check it out. You can go to Tyndale. You can go to Heidi St. John. I know a bunch of you hate Amazon now, but it's still there. So you can also uh, get it there. If you are a member of Mom Strong International, you can find a 15% off coupon there. So please uh, check that out so that you guys are ready to rock and roll with us starting on the first of March. All right, you guys, without, uh, taken any more time, I want to introduce Mike Ferris to you. Many of you are already familiar with him. Mike is a legend in the homeschooling community. That's how I first met him. I met him when I was, uh, oh my goodness, about 15 years ago, when I was sent by a Washington state delegation to learn how to lobby in Washington, D.C. It was the first time I'd ever been to Washington, D.C. And uh, these guys actually gave me such a love for liberty and a love for freedom. I began to see homeschooling in a different way. And Mike is an encourager and you guys are going to be encouraged. He's also the president of the Alliance Defending Freedom and just uh, doing amazing things for the Lord there. My friend, Mike, welcome back to the show.
1: Heidi, it's always a pleasure to be with you, my friend.
0: I'm so glad that you're here, and I know that you, uh, you and I have been, you know, talking politics for a long time and homeschooling, in particular. And one of the reasons I really wanted you to come on is because I think you are—you have a very calming voice in in what feels like chaos right now. A lot of people feeling afraid, a lot of people looking at what's happening with executive orders coming out every 15 seconds from the White House, and people are feeling like they're losing their freedom. And I, what I'm hearing uh, from listeners is this sort of uh, bewilderment, you know, what's left of the Republic, you know, what can we even do? Is it already lost? I mean, you can hear a pundit uh, on the right, especially every day, you know, I'm waiting for people to start, you know, yelling, bring out your dad, you know, that's kind of where we are right now, but you really have a different, uh, a different perspective. And I think it brings uh, hope and encouragement. What do you, how do you see where we are right now?
1: I mean we're in a target rich environment that any place you aim you're gonna hit something uh mm. there's there's so many opportunities to make a difference to to change to fight that's that's one thought but the, another thought is you know, i'm 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 older now um i'm I'm older than you I'm probably old enough to be your parent almost <laughs> <laughs> and, um I have grandchildren that are in college let's just put it that way mm. uh, and I, um, I've lived through a lot of things. I've lived through uh, Bill Clinton being in charge. Of, in fact, the biggest threat we ever had to homeschooling in the history of the homeschool movement, the modern homeschool was in 1994 when Bill Clinton was president and the Democrats were in charge of both houses of Congress. And a measure was put in front of Congress um, by um, a congressman from Contra Costa, California, where my wife and I got married. Uh, well, it'll be 50 years ago in September. Wow. And um, he, uh, George Miller's his name, and, and uh, Congressman Miller is a very close ally of the National Education Association, the large teachers union that hates homeschooling. Yep. And the provision that he put into the massive education funding bill that year, called HR 6, was a provision to require every teacher in America to be certified in everything that they teach, uh, K through 12. And so uh, that would have hurt public schools in certain circumstances. It would have really been a problem for many, many private schools, but it would have absolutely shut down the homeschooling. Because there are very few homeschool parents that are certified to teach elementary school. Maybe 1% are. But uh, no one, I mean, absolutely no one, is certified to teach every subject in the secondary Mm grades. And so, unless you're certified to teach everything, you couldn't teach your kids grades seven through 12. And so it was effectively a ban on homeschooling in this country. And Dick Armey raised the challenge uh, to that in committee and lost on a straight party line vote. The Democrats were quite willing to shut down homeschooling. Well, eight days later, after a massive calling campaign, after we pulled every organizational thing we could do, and after God actively intervened in a way that I can explain sometime, if people have 10 minutes, but ultimately God whispered into the ear of a 16 year old girl, who happened to be my daughter, who was uh, working at HSLDA at the time, telling her to pick up a phone line she wasn't supposed to pick up and it was a congressman's chief of staff that I needed to talk to to solve a last minute problem. But for God telling her to pick up that phone, the thing would have went awry. But instead of it going awry, we got the call, we fixed the problem, and 15 minutes later, we won that, that issue 422 to 1 in the Congress when the wow. Democrats were in control of everything. Now, wow. that's God. And yep. so I've seen God deliver in the courtroom. I've seen God deliver in state legislatures. I've seen God deliver in Congress. I've seen God deliver against um, media personalities. I've seen God deliver against everything. So Okay, we're going to have some tough stuff coming at us. Joe Biden is not our friend. Kamala Harris is clearly not our friend. I argued a case in the Supreme Court in uh, 2018 where the original case was NIFLA versus Harris against her because as the Attorney General of California, she was trying to shut down the pro-life pregnancy centers through enforcing a law that the California legislature enacted telling pro-life senators, centers that they had to put up pro-abortion advertising on the walls of their center, which I remember. Yeah. And we won that case in the Supreme court five to four after losing it every step of the way along the way, but God delivered. And so I, um, I have seen the hand of God and I've lived through these things. And so, yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah. We're going to have some fights. Yeah. You know, there are people that I don't agree with are in, are in control of many of the avenues of government. I am happy to say, you know, since, I'm in charge now of the largest conservative and Christian legal organization in the world that the courts are in the best position they've been in in my lifetime, the federal courts at least. and And we have a number of states
0: where they have pretty good state courts as well. And is this because of appointments from President Trump? Why is why is that?
1: That's exa- that's the only reason that's true. and And the appellate courts and the district courts have a great uh, a much better situation. Uh, than, than they have ever. And they're not perfect. You know, they they haven't ruled on everything that I wanted, but we are winning free speech cases. We're winning religious freedom cases. We're winning parental rights cases. And and I think that, that we can expect that we're going to win more than we're going to lose. And we're going to take it to the Biden administration every time they come after our freedoms. ADF is going to Meet the challenge, and we're going to say, no, not on our watch. We're going to come after them, and we're going to fight. And so, the last thing that our people need to do is to practice the doctrine of preemptive surrender. Say, oh, things mm. are going to be tough, so let's give up. You know, that's that's you know, Winston Churchill gave everybody the right advice. When's the time to give up? Never, never, mm. never give up. And so, I, I I know what the problems are. I agree with their analysis of the problems. But giving up is never God's solution. It's never the the solution for a patriotic American, either.
0: And you've gotten you have you have really a bird's eye view because of what you do for ADF and because of the work that you've done to advance homeschool freedom around the world, really, but particularly here uh, in the United States. You've you've had an opportunity to see and work with some remarkable people. I think it's also important because the voices that we hear right now, uh, certainly coming out of the mainstream media and even some news sources that we used to think we're more fair and balanced, I guess, is the right word, uh, than they actually are, we can start to feel really alone. But the truth is, we're not alone, right?
1: We're not alone. And the, uh, the number of people that are linked together, uh, you know, uh, the internet has its problems, uh, Facebook has its problems, and, you know, all those things. But we still have the access to each other. Now we're going to have to take some, some steps to make sure that we continue to have access to each other, but we still have access to each other, and we can continue to fight for what's right. And and so I I, I don't think that that uh, you know people can't trust television news. Okay, so what? I mean, there are some stations you can you know some networks. There's newer, con- very conservative networks that are out there. Listen to those. But mainly, you should be going to organizations that are in the field and getting your news. Go read what Heritage Foundation has to say. Go read what Family Research Council has to say. Look at your f- state family policy group uh, and go listen to what they have to say. Look what ADF is, is doing. Because on the issues you're concerned about, go listen to what the NRA and the Second Amendment Foundation have to say on those issues. Don't get your news from any filtered source. Get it from the advocates in the field who are standing for your position. They'll tell you what's going on because they have a, a, a direct knowledge of it. I, right? um, you know, I'm reading secular media. I'm reading mainstream media. I'm reading alternate sources. I'm reading what my friends on Facebook say. Uh, and then I go check stuff out. And so th- you can find the truth. If, if you, if you bother to look now, I would say there are some things that I think go way too far and um you know, there are things that are not generally known, but if there are things you can't verify, mm-hmm. it's probably not true. And I would just not waste my time with the conspiracy theories that cannot be verified. You know, you're taking some anonymous source for some allegation. I wouldn't believe that stuff because, I mean, for one thing, it's a waste of time because there's plenty of things productive that we can do plenty of things wrong that we can verify and look and see right there in front of us that that's going on. We don't have to go, you know, dig deep and find hidden stuff that nobody knows about. Well, let's look at the stuff we really do know about. There's all that we need to do right there in front of us. And and we can go, we can take care of of problems if we'll focus our time and energy on on the problems that are clearly in front of us and clearly need responding
0: to. Yeah, I heard uh Charlie Kirk a couple of weeks ago talking about QAnon and some of these, you know, uh he calls it hopium. You know, and I thought that was such a good uh such a good word for it. And I think that's what, but that's the problem, right? Because people they want hope. They see what's happening. They're like this cannot actually be happening. And so we're going to listen to the guy that's going to tell us that Trump's going to, you know, descend from a, a, an Apache helicopter with a bazooka over his arm uh to the top of the White House and and uh you know, take the nation by storm, which is ridiculous. But people are falling for it, and I I love what you're saying because basically, uh, the adversary gets in there, and instead of instead of advancing the cause of liberty and freedom, we're wasting our time.
1: Yeah, I mean, for one thing, I mean, I'll just tell you, I, I had uh, access to advanced polling data after you know after the Georgia Senate election, and it's absolutely without question that if every person who had voted for Donald Trump would have voted for the Republicans in the Georgia Senate, we'd have two Republican senators from Georgia right now, it was people giving up that cost us the U.S. Senate and cost us the majority. And so, you know, it it wasn't a big number, but it was a big enough number that giving up is what killed us, not the conspiracy, not the voting machines. Giving up cost us the U.S. Senate. We can never, ever let that happen again.
0: Yeah, and I think that's true. I mean that that's true across the board, right? It's true in our marriages, it's true uh raising children, it's true in homeschooling. I talk to homeschool moms all the time, we're just like, I can't do this one more minute. If I have to do this for one more second, I think, you know, I'm going to I'm going to either lose my mind or take somebody else's, you know? And I think that's that's the message that you guys have been saying forever and ever at HSLDA is, hey, your kids are actually worth it. They're worth it. Hang in there. Don't give up. Your marriage is worth it. The country is worth it. Liberty is worth it. When you, when you talk to parents, I know was, you guys have been obviously in the homeschool movement for a really long time. And I, I think back to the first time that Jay and I went there, you, I don't know, Mike, if you even remember this, but we brought Sydney, my, she's now 16. So we brought her with us. She was a babe in arms and they lost our stroller and all of her stuff at, uh, at the airport. And so he showed up to your very first meeting feeling a little bit frazzled and completely like a fish out of water, which is how a lot of people are feeling right now in the culture. I think we feel like cultural fish out of water. And one of the things that uh, Chris Click has said to me, and it was so important, uh, you know, I was standing there talking and feeling like I don't even know, begin to know how to stand for homeschool freedom. I don't understand how to lobby I feel totally ill-equipped. And he said, you're exactly where God wants you. If you feel like you're in over your head, congratulations. This is where God wants you. This is where he does his best work. This is where he does his best work. And it sounds like that's what you've witnessed throughout your whole life. Indeed.
1: Uh, you know, we uh, we need to learn. We need to improve our knowledge about uh, civic engagement. But the uh, uh, we don't have to be experts. We don't all have to you know, uh, I've got two law degrees and 44 years of experience. And, you know, we don't need everybody to be at the same level I am. I need people who can teach me in other areas. I need people who can teach me uh, medicine and my past. I need my pastor. I need my wife. I need all kinds of other resources. So we've got each other and we can rely on each other to some degree, but we can all learn the basics pretty readily and and if, and if you're just willing to help a little, every one of us can can do uh, an amazing amount of work. I, I've said for a long time, America uh, is is governed by those who show up. Mm. If we show up consistently and we don't give up because of one particular battle, I mean, the worst thing we can possibly do is, you know, as bad as it was, as as much as Biden has. Uh, in mind for us that's really awful and really can change a lot of things. Um, we can't let one defeat say that that's the end. It's it's not the end. If we would have done that, we could have given up, you know, long ago. The, You know, I can't tell you the number of cases that I had to argue in the Supreme Court of North Dakota to try to get homeschool freedom there. It was so many cases that, you know, we kept losing them, even though the prosecutors were Arguing the dumbest things. I mean, for example, one prosecutor argued the reason that North Dakota's law that required you to be a certified teacher was valid was how else were kids going to learn lessons from bullies on the playground and how else would kids get their eye exams? And in my responding brief, I said, one can only hope that the prosecutor doesn't mean that the certified teacher is the bully on the playground. But unless he does, it's not relevant to this case. So, you know, basically, what's he talking about? And then as as it pertains to the eye exams, it's a peculiar argument to raise when my client was one of the few eye surgeons in North Dakota. And so it's just, you know, it's just So stuff that they were arguing. Yet the Supreme Court of North Dakota kept ruling against us, but we kept coming back. We kept coming back. We were like the parable of the persistent widow. And even though they kept doing the wrong thing from our perspective, we eventually – embarrassed North Dakota into succumbing to the rest of America's uh, trend and legalizing homeschooling in their state. And so if we, you know, if we'd have given up on the first, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the eighth case that we lost, we'd have given up. We kept mm-hmm. coming. And and that's got to be our attitude. We, we, uh, we've we got to just keep coming. And, and so I don't care, you know, what, you know, how they manipulated anything we can keep coming and we can win if we if we show up consistently we stand up we speak up and we show up consistently we can win and we can do a lot of good in this country
0: I heard Eric Metaxas uh, yesterday at Jack Hibbs's church in Southern California talking about the importance of showing up, and he was basically saying, listen, you know, the left has done a really good job of marginalizing people on the right, marginalizing people that want to homeschool their children because you're so backwards and you're so stupid, marginalizing people who uh, stand up for traditional marriage, marginalizing people who uh, who want to protect the integrity of the borders around our country, which seems to me to be common sense, but apparently it just makes me an anti-immigrant uh, proponent, and what we've seen—the net that result of that—is that people have become silenced because they don't want to be bullied. They don't want to lose their livelihood. Many people that I know uh, have lost their livelihoods. They've lost their—they've uh, lost their reputations because people are—they, you know, they're lied about that kind of thing. This is really what we're seeing coming to the United States. About two years ago, I did a podcast, a series of podcasts called "Marxism at the Door." of America. I hope you guys are enjoying this conversation with Mike Ferris. It's always an interesting conversation and always encouraging whenever I talk to him because while he sees the issues that we're facing in the country, he's not discouraged and he's not deterred. And that needs to be the attitude of every person listening to this, that we can see what's happening around us and not let it overwhelm us and discourage us, right? To just stay in the fight. And that's really his heart. Mike's going to come back tomorrow. We're going to finish this conversation Conversation. Uh, it's going to be a really just a jam-packed conversation, talking more about the culture, kind of where we're going and how ordinary people can get off the bench and onto the battlefield. Uh, before I leave today, I want to remind you guys, we love hearing from you. We're so thankful that you guys are supporting the podcast. I want to say thank you to Allison from Yorba Linda, California, Desiree from Victoriaville, California, and MJ from Castle Rock, Colorado. We so appreciate you guys in uh, just supporting the podcast. Thank you so much for leaving reviews for the show over at iTunes. We are trying to get to 10,000 reviews there and we're making our way really slowly, slowly, but surely we're over 2,400 right now. So thank you so much. If you haven't had the, or taken rather the opportunity to leave a review for the show. It's very encouraging to us and it helps us get the word out about the podcast to other people. I uh, wanna say thank you to the lead, the uh, most recent review that we can see on here. It says, Heidi is a much needed voice of reason and godliness in the culture today. She speaks common sense and truth with love and boldness. My wife and I listen to her frequently and constantly re- recommend this podcast to family and friends. Keep up the great work. That's the kind of stuff that we're so thankful for you guys doing so very, very soon, we're going to have uh, a contest over here at the podcast. And we're going to give you guys an opportunity to enter for some free swag from the Heidi St. John store. We've got some awesome necklaces. We've got some really great uh, rapture wear, these awesome shirts that say people get ready on them. You guys are going to love them. And we're going to give some swag away. The way that you uh, do that is you just go to iTunes, leave a review, and then take a screenshot of that review. And uh, in the next couple of days, we're going to have a link up on my website and you can enter to win some free swag from the Heidi St. John store. Thank you guys so much for listening today. We love you guys. We pray for you. Love your families well today. Love them well and uh, take the time to really seek the Lord together. Pray with your kids and with your spouse. God is at still at work and you guys have a part to play in what he's doing. So we want you to be encouraged. Thanks for listening today, everybody. And I'll see you back here tomorrow with my friend, Mike Ferris at the intersection of faith and